Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Have you ever wanted to learn how to sell one home per week? That's it. One home per week. Fred, when I say that, it sounds so easy, right? But then when you think about it, you're like, that's like 50 plus homes in a year. So I'm going to introduce you to our, our guest host today. Fred, you want to unmute yourself? Fred Wilson. And if uh, Lisa or Autumn or someone make him a co-host along with me, Fred Wilson has been in real estate for longer than me. Are we going on over 30 years, Fred? Yeah, this is year 31. Year 31. And of those 31 years, how many years have you sold over 50 homes? All of them. <laughs> All of them. Okay. Well, actually, technically, technically, I may have dipped under 50 a few times, maybe, but I've often been over 100. So the average is well over a deal a week. <laughs> Who's going to split hairs with that? All, all I want to say, like, Petrina's got a, got a mask on, but I can see her on camera. She was nodding her head going like, that's awesome. Okay. Derek's got his camera on. By the way, guys, if you're here live, please turn your camera on. So Fred knows he's talking to real life human beings. Um, I, I described this as to Fred as like a podcast in front of live people, right? Real people. So, um, oh, and, and while we get going, Fred, will you, will you, as I introduce you, will you just uh, make some noise for a second and do some fun poses for our YouTube thumbnail? Will you do some, something on camera that looks, that make some noise and do something interesting on camera? I'll put you on the spot. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, right now I'm getting some, um, might be uh, frozen. I don't know what it oh, is. Oh yeah, you're like. frozen. I, we can't have yeah. you do poses. All right, we'll do those at the end. All right, yeah. so guys, here's the deal. Fred is a coach. He's a broker owner. He's basically just a very, very knowledgeable uh, in, industry figure, but he's also a really nice guy. And so we were talking the other day, Derek was here, introduced us. And uh, we happened to have someone who, was, uh, who had to reschedule from today. I'm like, hey, dude, in two days, can you jump on here and just break down? How do you sell a home a week? What do you do? And Fred said, sure. Happy to. If you want to try uh, shutting off your camera and turning it on again, maybe that'll reinitialize your feed. If not, we'll just do audio for Fred this morning. Yeah, I'm uh, not the most adept, I guess, but I'm doing it again. There we go. We got you. Unfroze right, so me. <laughs> all right, there we go. So, so Fred, what am I missing from your intro? Anything else that we need before we dive into this? Oh, I suppose my background was, was the ideal background. So nobody else can really duplicate my success. And of course, I'm being facetious. I was a uh, tennis teaching professional, the perfect background for success in real estate sales. Um, I personally think the best background is a, is a homemaker, someone who's been, uh, you know, at home for 25 years, taking care of a family. That's probably the best background. Um, I don't think there's a right background, but I do think there are right behaviors. And I do think there is, again, I'm going to maybe be a little melodramatic, but I think there's a, a longstanding crisis in the real estate industry regarding this fact, uh, borne out by the fact that fewer than 10% of all the licensees make more than 90% of all the money. What's happening to everybody else? What is happening? What do you think? So, so how, how have you managed to consistently sell 50 homes? Like you started as a tennis pro. What did you do differently? Well, in the beginning, I got coaching. Uh, I got good advice in my first week in the business. And I shelled out over $10,000 in my first year on coaching. Uh, this is back in 1990, 91. Did they, um, they had coaches in 1990? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, of course. Big deal. And, um, you know, again, <clears throat> I was a competitive guy coming out of the tennis world. 
And, uh, you know, I set this goal to be number one in my market, which is a, a lofty, haughty, ego-driven type thing at the age of, uh, I don't know, 35, 36, whenever, however old I was at that time. And uh, the, real, the real story was I had a mortgage. I had two car payments, a wife, uh, two kids, one coming. Um, I sold my, my tennis school um, and my travel company. These were little businesses that had morphed out of my, my tennis background. And I burned the boats, you know. Uh, it was sink or swim. So I was motivated. How, how important was that burning the boats to your initial success, do you think? I think it was important, although I can't say as a coach, I advise that to everyone. Um, it was harrowing. And not everybody's going to be able to, you know, swim in the water if the boat sinks, which is basically where you end up if you can't make any money. And, uh, you know, some agents have the, the, the blessing, I'll call it, of some financial solidity before they go into real estate. Maybe they're coming out of another profession, have a retirement, what have you. Um, a lot of agents attempt to thread the needle by holding a job while they get into real estate. You've seen that. Um, but I think the very best approach is to burn the boats because, uh, you know, motivation and urgency are powerful, powerful, uh, formulators of success. Uh, you do a lot of times, and this is the challenge with agents have to figure it out as you go along. That was my plight essentially. I mean, the coaching gave me real direction, but they were essentially the platitudes of the coaching industry. And so it did take me some time to crack the code in terms of what actually matters and what doesn't matter. But um, that's, that's what we have now in, in my online program, the production model. Tell me about that because you, we, when we talked the other day, you are not a traditional coach. You don't talk about the normal things. So how, what was that code that you cracked? Well, again, I call it the production model. <clears throat> what I was attempting to do was identify the fundamental behaviors that one must have to succeed. And I started out thinking, you know, top 10, what are they? And so for a few years, I tried to sort that out and uh, distilled it down. And, and then I was looking at it and I realized, you know, there's some fluff here. Some of these things I don't really need to do. So then it was eight, then it was seven. And I kept through that process until it became what I called the three pillars, the three things that you had to have. And then I realized we were missing one piece. And uh, this is over 15 years, this process, and uh, coaching the whole time, producing the whole time. And um, this week is my, is my uh, 17th anniversary of podcasting, by the way. So it's sort of an auspicious week. But, but anyway, um, I added the fourth uh, piece. So we now call it the four cornerstones, uh, we call it the foundation and architecture for success. These are the four things you must have if you're only going to have the basic minimum that you want to succeed uh, immediately with. Everything else is secondary, supplemental, uh, add-on. Of course, when you have a good foundation, you can build on that. And, and what are the four pillars? Can we, can we break them down here? Sure. Sure. The, again, it's all nomenclature. We, we happen to call them uh, cornerstones. Four cornerstones. Excuse yeah, me. They, we're just so, thinking in terms of a square foundation. Right. They, they were three, they were three pillars they were and then three they became pillars. four cornerstones. That's right. So I got the history. Yeah, seven, it's, it's history. It's, it's ancient history. doesn't matter. Seven but, minute abs. Uh, one is mindset. Of course, we all deal with mindset. We know what that word means. 
Uh, the next one is day set, which is my coining of a word based on mindset for how you structure your day. That is important. You know. Then we come to word set, again, coining a new word based on the mindset thing. Uh, and that is how you talk with people. And then the fourth piece would be goal set. Obviously, goals are a big deal. Um, and that is how you stay on track. So how you're thinking, what you're doing, how you're doing it, and are you actually doing it are the four things you must nail if you're going to wake up in the morning with no client or deal, and by the end of the day, have a new deal. This is a now model. It is not a future model. This is a pure rainmaking model. I told you the other day, I don't coach to any other aspect. I leave that to all the other coaches. There are lots of great coaches out there and, and there are styles and, and you know nobody's a perfect fit for anybody. Uh, I simply coach to these four things, period. I love what you just said. And we're going to unpack some of these. We've got plenty of time. But um, if you woke up this morning without a deal and you wanted to have a deal by the end of the day, how many of you guys would be like, I want to learn how to go out and get a deal today? Raise your hand. Only three of you. Four of you? All right. Four of you. Some of you don't have your camera on. Hopefully you're raising your virtual hand. I can see you even if your camera's off, just so you know. Little known fact about Zoom. All right, Fred, um, if you woke up this morning and you didn't have a deal and you were working with someone who raised that, I want to go out and get a deal. How do you, where, where do you start? Well, the way I ordered the four cornerstones, I suppose, has to do with my personal approach. But there's not necessarily a right or wrong. What you need are these four cornerstones. And what I've done is I've broken them down into what I call elements. So people think of success in real estate sales defined with my model as waking up in the morning with nothing and be able to identify new business that day. Or if not that day, that week, or if not that, that week, that month, I mean, come on, we have to do business, right? This isn't about building your brand. It's not about marketing. It's not about outreach. Okay. This is about thinking and behavior. So uh, the first thing that I do is I get my head on straight. Now, there is absolutely an unknown crisis in the real estate world with this first, uh, what I call element. So the cornerstone, I said, is mindset, how you're thinking. Okay, the element is opportunity. Now, opportunity must be present for you to succeed today. This is not rocket science. In fact, the best review I've ever gotten, Jesse, was Fred Wilson's production model isn't rocket science, it's rocket fuel. I love that. <laughs> okay. That is really good. This is graspable. This is doable. This is repeatable. This is learnable. Okay. But it turns out that real estate agents have a big problem, a big challenge because they're people. In other words, all people face this, and that is scarcity thinking. This is a huge production kill. We believe, as society teaches us, that opportunity is a good thing. I agree, too. We agree that opportunity in greater quantities, more would be better. Yes, I agree with that also. But then society, in the same breath, culturally, this is ingrained into us, teaches us that opportunity is rare, fleeting, not always available, and coming later if you work hard. That's what we're taught. And that is not true. So there is a problem. The reality with opportunity is it's always available, but only in the present, meaning today, and unlocking it depends on what you do. So 
you have to realize that your problem isn't lack of opportunity. Your problem is lack of ability in unlocking it or recognizing it. And that's what the production model does. It teaches us how to do that. So what I'm saying is almost all agents, I estimate roughly 97, 98% of all agents don't believe there's enough opportunity to go around today. That's a Mm. huge problem because we only operate when it's today. All right. Can I ask a couple of questions there? Because I would say if you ask a lot of agents, maybe it's just the people who listen to this podcast and people in my world, if you say, is there a lot of opportunity? There, there is a lot of, I mean, I think most people are going to say there is opportunity. Do you think that they say it, but they don't really believe it or they wouldn't even acknowledge it? I think that they don't understand it. Yes. Philosophically, everybody's going to raise their hand. Uh, obviously, you know, this isn't my first rodeo. And when I talk to a group of, uh, of agents, uh, I ask, how many of you believe in opportunity? And all the hands go up. And then I say, how many of you believe opportunity is coming for you this year in 2022? And all the hands go up. And then I say, how many believe it's going to ha- be a great first half? And all the hands go up. And then I say, how many believe it's going to be a great first quarter? And almost all the hands go up. And then I say, how many believe you're going to have the best month of the year this month? And some of the hands kind of go up. And then how many of you believe that you're going to do a deal this week and then less than half and maybe 25%. And how many believe that you're going to do a deal today? And now just a few intrepid souls raise their hand, right? And I ask them why. And they say, well, I thought I should. I'm a counterculture guy, or I thought I'd keep the conversation going. And then I say to them, how many think there's opportunity right now, right here during this talk? Dead quiet. And yet there's as much opportunity there as there is at the coffee shop or at the open house. Agents don't understand this. And I teach how to understand it. I wrote a book about it. And module one in my program is all about that cornerstone, that element. You must have opportunity. And my newest program uh, for 2022, end of 2022, we hope to release it. The Gift of Opportunity teaches people anywhere in the world how to develop this mindset. I love that. Cause so before we move on, can you unpack a little more? The opportunity is now not because a lot of people, myself included are future oriented, right? I'm always yes. thinking about down the road, what you just walked yes. me through. I was just messing with Lisa. I was like, that's a great clip. Let's edit that out. Cause it was, I want to go back and rewatch that little clip. That was, like, what do you mean? The opportunity is, is now it's not in the future. It's a today thing. Well, first of all, we have to look at why is it that there's always opportunity versus opportunity isn't always available. And the reason is because life is set up in a way that's actually, for, uh, for real estate, a perfect storm. But we don't look at it that way. You see, opportunity is an outgrowth of possibility, right? Which is the next element you got to have. But you only have an opportunity if you interpret a possibility in that way. If you misinterpret the possibility, then you don't have access to opportunity. And possibilities are always streaming. They're always occurring because change is the one constant in life. I call it the paradox of life. The fact that change is constant. That's how you live. It's how I live. It's how Lisa lives. It's how Nadia lives. It's how everybody lives. We're changing all the time. But we're inured to that because we're otherwise occupied mentally. So we're not aware that our eyes are blinking, our heart is beating, the wind is blowing, the sun is rising, whatever. We're not aware that there is this constant flux of change. And that fact in our lives, constant change, coupled with what I call one of the big three in psychology, food, clothing, shelter. Shelter is psych for real estate. All right. 
So we all seek shelter. So we're all changing and we're all having our real estate wants and needs, therefore subject to change. This creates a perfect storm for us, but we're not aware of it. And that storm isn't tomorrow because you're not in tomorrow. And that storm isn't yesterday because you're not in yesterday. The only place you are is here today. And that is the only place opportunity actually resides. Perfect explanation. I love it. And uh, Derek Graham, by the way, I sent you a direct message. If you want to jump in, because you've known Fred a very long time, Derek's who introduced me, feel free to jump in if you have any questions you think I should be asking him. All right. So Fred, I'm going to keep rolling until Derek jumps in. Um, knowing that, is it just being aware then that the opportunity is there or do you actually have to get into action and do stuff, right? I mean, like yes. now, now that you have it there, so what, what's next? Well, again, the awareness is key and central, one of the four elements you must have, that next element you must have, I mentioned, I alluded to a moment ago, is, is possibility. Now, this will surprise some of you, and some of you will simply nod your head, okay? But we don't necessarily know what our job is. I hate to say, people, and this is coming from a qualified critic here, 30 years, deal a week, right? No marketing, no social media. I don't even have a brand but I do business regularly, okay? So we don't really know what our job is. Our job is talking to people. How fundamental can you get, Jesse? But in today's modern world, the confluence of traditional and modern has created a kind of a, 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 a difficult loop for agents in this regard. Why? Well, when I got in the business, didn't use a cell phone, didn't use a computer, the MLS wasn't up online, and you were either at an open house or on the phone or you were done. Now, door knocking became a craze, um, expired listings, right? These are other ways to talk to people. Doesn't matter which one it is. But our job is to talk to people. Now, I'm not saying it's a numbers game, people. I'm not saying talk to people all day. Talk till your job breaks. I don't mean that. I, I realize you're busy. I realize you got a career going on. There's a lot of things you got to do. But you have to understand the difference between rainmaking and water management. Rainmaking has to do with talking to people. Water management has to do with everything else. You have to understand the division there and not cut out the talking to because you're so busy with the water management, all the other things. This is everywhere in the industry, though. It's a problem across the board. Now let's bring in the modern influence online, email, text, social media, yada, yada, yada. We can communicate in all these incredibly brilliant ways, but they're not brilliant in terms of possibility. Indeed, this may break your, blow your mind a little bit. If you're not talking to someone today, you actually don't have a chance to succeed today. Statistically, if you take the talking piece away, you are next to zero in terms of possibility. Think of it this way. We're in an American or North American culture. Okay, baseball. What's the only way you can get a hit? Somebody want to take a stab at that, Jesse? You want to? I got it. Robert just did it. On, Robert just did the visual here. You got to, you got to have an at-bat. You got to be up you gotta there. You got to have an at-bat. Talking to people is being at-bat. Texting them is being on deck. Emailing them is being in the dugout. 
writing them a letter or doing a billboard is being in the clubhouse. You have to be at bat if you're going to have a chance today to identify opportunity that's there today. So that element of possibility must be there. So you must have opportunity and possibility. That third thing then out of these four is the element of discovery. And you alluded to this a moment ago. The real estate industry has it backwards if they want to succeed today. This is everywhere in the industry. It is presentation dominant. Get the word out, build for the future, be the expert, be known, make an impression, have a brand, marketing, social media. It goes on and on and on. Outreach. And that takes you out of the game today and gives you a maybe for the future. And you got to watch out, people, because a yes makes you money. A no saves you money, but a maybe costs you money. You got to stay away from maybe. So I'm not saying don't build your brand. I'm not anti-marketing. I'm pro-social media, even though I don't do it for my real estate. But you should. I don't. You should. I simply do these four cornerstones. And I have learned to reverse the flow. In other words, information isn't going from me to the public. I don't have outreach. I have in-reach. Information is coming from the public to me. And I don't mean research. I mean, I have the ability, and it is a skill. It is the high skill in the business. I have the ability to talk to someone and keep the flow of information coming my way. And in my program, I teach exactly how to do that. And there is a specific technique that I coined and that I developed that teaches you to never suffer again from the pregnant pause, the awkward silence, or, or not knowing what to say or what to ask. Imagine that power as an agent, Jesse. I, I do. This is why when Derek introduced us, he's like, you'll get along because I, I have that power. I've developed over time, but I don't know where to send people to learn it. So now we know. I love it, dude. This, like, this is the skill that if you can learn this, you'll never worry about how to get transactions. Totally. Absolutely. The high skill in the business. So you got opportunity. You have got possibility, you have got discovery. And now that fourth element under goal set is urgency. You got to do it now, people. There is no later. Quit fooling yourself. You are simply taking a hall pass if you're waiting for the future. If you are building for the future, and I salute you, but not making today pay, your career is at risk. You must learn how to make today pay. It is essential and vital. And here's the gig. Here's the thing. Success, the production model way, meaning the ability to wake up today with nothing and have something by the end of the day or the end of the week, okay? That definition of success requires these four elements, meaning success in real estate sales is a compound element. What's a compound element? That's an element based on, made up of base elements. And a base element is an element you can't distill down further. And you need opportunity, base element, possibility, base element, discovery, base element, urgency, base element. Do those three, four things in concert and you will start doing business immediately. I love this. I hope you all are smiling and nodding your head or taking notes. Katrina's nodding her head. Yes. All right. Derek, I was, I've given a shout out to you before. I don't know if you heard me. Is there any questions I should be asking Fred? You've known him a long time. 
I mean, I could keep talking to him for hours about this, but what, what is the one question I should be asking Fred? Um, well, Pressure's on there. Him, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Yeah. It's having seen him in action before in, in a face-to-face environment with, with, uh, agents. I think, um, what I noticed is the people that actually executed his program took the initiative to reach out to him immediately for support. Whereas just like a lot of people do, a lot of people postpone or think about doing something down the road. I'll reach out to him in a week. I'll reach out two weeks and then they just never do. So, I mean, I don't really know exactly what, how his next steps work today, but I think it would be important to make contact and, and just engage in some way. All right. Well, well let's definitely do that. So Fred, if people want to know more about you, cause I, you just gave me a question, Derek, an idea of what to ask Fred for a last question to tie us together. So if people want to find out more about you, where do they go? How do they find out more about you? Um, <clears throat> it's easy. Uh, Fred Wilson coaching.com or the production model.com easy. And okay, Lisa, uh, will you type those in the chat box and put it in the, uh, in Facebook later in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, we have a, a free webinar there. If somebody wants to get a little taste test, that's fine. The coaching has a, has a price. Um, the base program, which is a lifetime license. It is a mini masters on rainmaking. It's online and it's multimedia video, audio infographics. It's really fun. It's really cool. It'll take you, if you do 30 to 40 minutes a night, uh, four or five nights a week, it'll take you four or five weeks. It's not a little workshop. It is a full-blown program on rainmaking. It took a long time to to produce and and get a can, but it's there. It's waiting for those who are interested. That's uh, $997 and it's a lifetime license. That's it. You pay that and you have it forever. I have people who've been following my coaching for up to 17 years since I started podcasting, a regular participant. So it's there for people who want that. And then the VIP program brings my daily call to them for a year, which is Monday through Friday, and my weekly live stream where we can Q&A live and coach live. So that's $14.97. That's the lifetime subscription and then the year's subscription to the daily calls and the, and the live stream. And I will tell you, Jesse, I, I, again, I'm, I'm conscious of the time here. Um, Here's what I've seen, Jesse. You're going to find this fascinating. And here you've got this incredible organization that you're working with, okay? If I talk, I'm going to use round numbers, to 100 new agents. They've never heard me talk before. Only about three or four will take action. This is alluding to what Derek just said, okay? So what agents have to decide is who are they? Are they the type to take action or are they going to stay in motion, Motion is ineffective action or less effective action. These four things are the most effective things you can do. And what's really cool is it will make anything else you're doing more profitable. So that's the, the information. And guys, in case this is your first Asian power huddle, just so you know, we don't get paid any affiliate fees. We don't get like, this is, we just like to bring people on here whose stuff works. The friends of ours, people we know, like Fred is, I met him one time. was like, he's charismatic and he knows his stuff. Like, let's get him. Like, I just want to get him in front of you guys. Anything that's going to move the needle in your business to sell more homes. That's all I care about. So here's, here's my question, Fred. We got one minute. Ready? Uh, You've seen agents over the career you just referenced that the ones who are more successful take action quickly. Can you develop that skill 
or are they wired that way? And how do they develop that skill? If this is not just about coaching, I'm talking about in life, in action, in their business. How do you develop that skill to take action quickly? It's a motivational issue. In my family, we have something called the elite train club. And that's not about first or second class. What it means is, would you jump in front of a rushing train to save that person? All right. I would jump in front of a train to save my wife. I would jump in front of a train to save my children, et cetera, et cetera. But the list is limited, probably. I like to think, hey, I'd jump in front of for anybody, be that John Doe hero. But I know I'm motivated to protect these people at all costs to me. That's a highly motivated person. What if you were so motivated to succeed that you were going to do whatever it took? versus, ah, I want to succeed, but actually my comfort is more important to me because comfort is the enemy, people. You don't learn unless you get out of your comfort zone. So if you don't want to get out of your comfort zone, you're not going to learn and you are now perpetuating this loop of failure. There it is. I I love that. Lisa, that's a perfect clip also. Fred, before you jump off, if you'll do a come like, make some noise so we can have you on the main screen and make a couple poses like you're pointing to words on the screen. Here you talk. Hey, for a everybody, this and this over here. And, you know, that is number one. This is number two. Perfect. We, we do those for our YouTube thumbnails. We've now learned we got to get some animated shots from people. They're much better for YouTube. All right, guys, this is incredible. Fred, Lisa, will you book him on again whenever he's available? You know? I'm interested. Like you, I'm a giver. I'm a pleaser. I want to contribute. Yeah, this is great. Guys, have a wonderful day. Make sure you focus on rainmaking, not water management. I'm stealing a Fredism. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, guys. So Bye-bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.